Hello, everybody out there in Clicksland, and welcome to another episode here on Clicksing It. I am not your host for this episode. So last night, I had filmed with Ethan, Mork, and Miles, and we just had too many mouths to feed, so Ryan and Dan decided to film their own episode. So that is what this episode is going to be about. They're going to be talking about their Asgard to Mouth event. They'll be talking about a few other things that are going around in the HeroClix community. So I thought, why not upload this episode? That way you get a double header for this week. And it might be a kind of a two times a week thing going forward. Uh, so you just get a lot more content from here us on Clicksing It. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Uh, Remember, I am taking off about two weeks just because I've got some busy stuff coming up, and we or I will be back right after uh, Gen Con to talk about that and our state. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode, and here we go. Before we get started, before we get started, this show is about the game Hero Clicks. It's kind of like chess, but with superpowers. We realize we're complete, total, utter nerds about it. Nerds about it. But you know what? We don't even care. This is Clicks in It. This is Clicks in It. So if you're a noob, a casual player, or an insane competitive junkie, you found your new home. And now, your gaming superheroes, Adam, Dan, Kane, Austin, and Miles. Let's do this. Welcome everybody to another episode of Clickin' It. Uh, this is Dan, and my co-host tonight is Ryan. Ryan, how's everything going? Hi. Hi, Dan. Alright, so today we're doing something a little different. Um... Uh, we're covering a bunch of topics today, uh, so we're starting with event dates, and then we're going to talk about worlds is included in that, then we're going to go over to, we have some special news we want to talk about, and then after that we're going to talk about some like upcoming products, so like, you know, sets releasing, singles, the special um, box sets and stuff that are coming out, and then to wrap it up we're going to talk about uh, finally, Notorious coming out and a couple uh, neat things that came out with that. And then finally, we'll talk about some of our local stuff, like our uh, monthly event that we do here in Wisconsin. So, um, hope you're uh, ready to come have uh, some fun with us tonight. So, uh, our first thing that we're going to go over tonight is on the episode one of Clicks in It goes Asgard to Mouth. So our first topic is event dates. So, Ryan, how about you uh, start us off with that? Uh, so the next big one around here, we'd have Wisconsin States, which will be at Coliseum Games in Kenosha, Wisconsin, on Saturday, July 29th at 10.30 a.m. And then the day after that is Illinois States at Dice Dojo in Chicago. Uh, that'll be Sunday, July 30th at 10 a.m. So if you want and to... I think that wraps up all of the states' events, or is that is there one more week of states after that? Uh, no, because states have to be wrapped up before August first, so that is the last weekend before uh, states are over. 
Okay, so that'll end the big cluster of events um, after that. And then we had uh, one that we were doing locally again at Coliseum Games called the Cheesehead Championship. And that is on Saturday, August 26th, again at 10.30 a.m. and in Kenosha, Wisconsin at Coliseum Games. That is our big yearly event that we put on. So come one, come all. Uh, everyone will walk away with something, whether you place first or you place 30th. doesn't matter. As long as you do not drop. Yes, exactly. Don't drop. The part, the best part, or the main thing is to come and compete, not to drop halfway through. And if you are able to come, please pre-register on the win so we can get a decent headcount going into the event. Because a bigger headcount means more prizing for what a brick of Notorious will be for the... Um, uh, if you if you end up winning, or I think it's first and sec first, second and third, I think something like that. I know for sure first place. Yeah, that sounds right. So and finally, after all of that, we have Worlds, which is Thursday, September fourteenth through Sunday, September seventeenth. So the hotel block went live today. So the fee is one hundred and fifty nine bucks a night. No resort fee, uh, and you have to stay a minimum of two nights. Um, they also added a uh, what they call the TCB package, which is like uh, what is it? Uh, you get a tour ticket uh, to Graceland, the museums and stuff, uh, and other Elvis-related memorabilia, and then you get um, some pri uh, some like con exclusives, like you get a uh, Death Metal Wonder Woman, a Warp World Phoenix. And then uh, one of the new, uh, the Watcher exclusive, which I believe is him in the armor from Disney Plus. And then you also get a Onslaught Mimic chest figure and one free entry into a Battle Royal, which is I think the B portion of that uh, pa package or that ac the acronym. Um, and so those are the events coming up. We're kind of covering them in sections. So we're gonna we're trying to just talk about you know this month, July, August, and then. Um, September where Worlds happens, and then as time moves along, we'll cover more stuff that's coming up. We don't know what else is coming. We just know that Worlds is the big next big event after uh, Gen Con, obviously. Um, so, Ryan, uh, well, how about you talk about what you, we, you found out, I believe it was yesterday, uh, when Howard had his weekly stream. Uh, yes, we were actually able to ask him a couple of questions while he was streaming on Oxit and Facebook, and uh, he did say that Worlds will not require any type of point system or qualifying. All you have to do is show up this year. Um, so that's kind of good news to everyone that was wondering how they're going to even be able to, because last year I think they knocked it down to only 25 points to qualify, and then everyone got a first round uh, buy for full points, is I believe what they ended up doing out of five rounds. Um, and then he actually also said too that uh, Majestics is not going to be selling Hero Clicks anymore, they're just gonna be running events going forward, so he actually bought all of Majestics stock, um, which I thought was pretty big news. I don't know if they're gonna still be making um, Majestics is going to make maps for their events or anything, um, but that's kind of a big deal that they're not going to be selling anymore. Yeah, um, I think that was the biggest stuff. Yeah, that was something I noticed um, a couple weeks ago. Was their 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 store had no inventory, and I, I think I messaged you about that. So that's interesting that that uh, that he and he talked about that now. So we have a little bit more 
there's reasoning as to why that was like that. Yeah, pretty big reason. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Uh, wasn't really expecting that. I think you, you said that they might still potentially be making maps, though, correct? Um, I, it sounded like they're still going to be running events uh, on the uh, on the coast there mm-hmm. in California, but it didn't. I don't know if they're going to be doing their their maps that they have been doing in the past. Every quarter, I think they do a map in the past. Okay. Um, but it sounds like they're still going to be running their events and their circuits and all that stuff. Well, that's good at least because I I know a lot of people like the majestic circuit. So. Yeah, they got a good thing out there, so it's good that it's continuing. All right, so next we are going to be talking about some product release. So we have a bunch of stuff coming up in the next couple months. Um, So, Ryan, you want to take the first one? Uh, The next thing that should be coming out is the Iconics Batman Nightfall, and that is in August with no specific release date. Uh, That's the one that comes with Batman, Bane, and Azrael. And then that's what should lead us into DC Notorious, uh, which now that the Porter videos have dropped, pre-releases are supposed to start September 6th with the actual release date coming September 20th, um, putting the world's events right between those dates. Um, So there's a good chance we actually get to play that for Team Worlds. Nothing has been announced yet, but that would be ideal if we could play that. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Uh, I think you, they had really good reception with Avengers 60th at the uh, Hero Cooks for Huntington's event. So I, I, feel, I, I immediately thought that was a reception to that, and then they adjusted the release date for that. But, I mean, that could all be uh, completely misconstrued, and they just had um, shipping issues, and so they adjusted the date accordingly. But it just feels like too much coincidence. Yeah, their, t- their timing for what they have planned on doing lately has really been pretty good. I don't think they've pushed a setback since last year's uh, Spider-Man um, Beyond Amazing set that was supposed to come out in December, I think. It ended up coming out in February. I believe. I think so, yeah. Um, and so after that comes out right after Worlds, uh, which also then does mean that we're not going to have uh, most likely DC Notorious and... Um, Wonder Woman 80 will probably not be in the same modern then. I don't think they've given a release or a, uh, a hard cutoff yet for rotation, just after Worlds. Right? Yeah, yeah. everyone's speculating on what will be rotated, but they haven't really given a, like, a date of when things will rotate and what is on the chopping block to be rotated. Okay, because this is, as of right now, release date is the Wednesday after Worlds. So uh, there's a good chance that Notorious uh, won't be with uh, the current modern. That's still going to be one wild week, though, between Worlds oh, yeah. and the, the release the next week. Uh, and then uh, after- which actually then does mean that this is all we have to build with for Worlds. No more sets are getting released that would be legal for Worlds. Yeah, so you can just build your teams with what you have. Um, the only thing that came out that or that possibly that could be legal are the two OP kits, which are the Fantastic Four that just released and the Moon Knight kit. So those are the only two that have been out after Avengers 60th that you could potentially use. But otherwise, nothing else will be uh, out before then. Like, no major set will be out before Worlds again. 
after that, you also have the Royal Flush Gang organized play, which is supposed to come out in September, but I'm curious if that will get pushed a little bit, or if it'll be like end of September, into October, because of Worlds. So Which that, would make sense, yeah. Yeah, that was the other thing I was thinking about, um, was, was that, that the, because that's like a, a, I think it's a month, it's a, it's like, it's not a one-shot event, I think it's, I thought it was a, like, over a span of time. They made it sound like it's all shipping together, not like, um, Exoswords, where the store's got a, a kit, like, every month. Um, oh, so I think it's got different ways that you can run it, and it can last for two or three months, or you can just do everything okay. in like a month span or something like that. Yeah. However your store wanted to do it, it sounds like is what it was going to be. Gotcha. I didn't see the solicit detail too much, so I I wasn't able to. I didn't. Uh, I didn't follow that one. That that I just know they 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 dropped the info, and I was like, oh okay, and it, you know it was it was a, it was a few months out at that time. And even when they announced it originally, I they had pushed it back since when it was originally supposed to be. Because mm, I think it was supposed to be the summer event, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, originally I think it was supposed to be summer. Or at least August, at the very uh, latest. Yeah. And while we're on the topic of N- Notorious, I guess, before we uh, uh, leave that note. Um, so something special with Notorious is we do have a Uncommon Prime, but the Uncommon Prime is not normal. Um, they've diverted from doing common and uncommon primes and pushed them up to rare and super rare. Uh, but this one had a uncommon prime because there was a special circumstance, and so that's why there will be one in this set. But otherwise, like I said, that's not the norm, so it is the exception in this set. Yes, but it does not mean that they're going backwards and they're going to start having common and uncommon primes again. Yeah. And then the last release that will be in September is, or should be in September, is the Batman Slapping Robin uh, Iconics. So that's the other one that will release in September. So it should be, uh, I'm not sure when. I think it still only lists like September. It doesn't give a hard date. Um, Same as Notorious, but we did get dates from Porter. So they should be relatively, relatively accurate of when that should be happening. The Iconics are selling out, it seems like, uh, pretty fast, so definitely try to get your hands on those if you can. Yeah, I think I just saw Thanos, and everyone was clamoring to get one of the Snap Thanoses, so I would think that the Batman and Robin will be uh, about the same. Uh, And our last big topic of the night is going to be the monthly event that we have here in Wisconsin that... We, uh, that Ryan uh, set up so Ryan if you want to uh, give like a quick overview of it or like a history uh, go for it uh, well, typically uh, it's a monthly game that we were doing in a very small friend group before um, we started back in I think it was like around Avengers Infinity in 2018 and uh, it was just like a big battle royale game with three or four people we combined two of the bigger maps together and it was just always a last man standing and that kind of just evolved over time and so it turned into us building like a specific type of theme or something like that which eventually we all ended up building with like a generic keyword each month uh, and then that got a little competitive so we ended up adding a uh, like a championship belt and uh, the winner just 
got to keep that until the next month, which uh, it's been over a year since we've been doing the championship belt, and no one has gone back-to-back months as the uh, the champion, whether that's because there's a, a target on their back or whatever. Uh, I don't know. But last year, we uh, went from just, like, doing the three or four friends to uh, we actually ended up doing eight people on six maps, which was the most that we've had. And then ever since then, it's typically uh, about six or seven people. Uh, and we'll do anywhere between uh, three or to six maps uh, when we have that many people. So we did one in June with uh, robots. And we used a couple of the data mine maps and the Ultron's layer map, and then another one that was kind of like an engine room um, from the ROC also. I forget, I think it's called the Bounty, Bounty Engine Room. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, is, yeah, which was, uh, so basically it's three big maps and then a two by two map at the top there. And um, I came in last with that one, because um, I, I tried the Super Adaptoid uh, Prime, which is pretty fun, but he got smoked when, uh, that's another thing that we do is that we have a tarot card that's active every um, every round we'll switch that and so the death card no not death what was it the outwit card came up yep so he was able to get outwitted twice and when he lost his uh, super senses and his shape change that way he kind of got torn up pretty quick um, so he didn't last that long uh, and then I had a Cyclops Sentinel from XDPS at 50 points Prime Mad Thinker with the Spin Ring and Nightbringer, and then the Nimrod the Greater from the X of Swords OP, and then Master Mold at 25, who he was a pretty big target and did not make his leadership role, I think, the entire game except for once, so I wasn't even able to generate anything with him. Yeah, you, you didn't get the factory dial to turn very, like, at all, I don't think, really. No, yeah, it was a really, really rough game for me, and I was out pretty early. But they're always still fun. The funny thing was, was I was out next, and I st- I was in a lot. Like time wise, I was in longer, but I was still the next one to be out anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my team was the Fantastic Four. I think it was Future Foundation Punisher. Um, it, I played the Venom Absolute Carnage Scorn, and then I played the Danger Room Apocalypse. So it was, uh. Punisher had the symbiote, the black one. Uh, Scorn had the liar ring because she has a double outwit power, and that gave her a ten range with that. So that was pretty cool. And then uh, Apocalypse got the uh, the dark hold because it he's power cosmic, and he's generally just feels like kind of a support piece that can also attack. So um, that was pretty good actually. I liked that a lot. Um, that combo yeah they were good combos the, the combo worked really well because Scorn has a has a trait that is pseudo leadership it's a free action you roll a d6 and uh, 4 through 6 you can take a token off of uh, any robot within 4 squares in line of fire um, so that really kept my other two characters moving which was pretty good um, especially Punisher I mean he's power cosmic but uh, it allowed him to just keep going when I missed my willpower Um, that one was that game was pretty wild though because uh, we had two prime visions on the board at 200 points with soul gem so there was so much healing with them uh, and I think it came down to them and yeah what was what was left um, I think Dalton's Ultron yes because he played the 
150 Chase Ultron with the three stop clicks from Captain America and the Avengers. He played the Prime Pimtron from, what was that, Empire. And then he played Wizkid from, is that X of Swords? Yeah, with the Indigo Tribe ring. Yeah, so. And he had the Power Gem on the 150 point Ultron. And I don't remember what he had on the other Ultron, or the Pimtron. Pimtron had Super Soldier Serum. Uh, that's what it was, because he wanted to just keep him going, basically. Because he didn't really have a move and attack. Um, so that game was pretty interesting. There was the the visions were scary because they could just phase through the board and it didn't matter. Like the, the blocking and all the changes in elevation really uh, messed with my team for sure. Because even though I had flyers, um, it, it still took time for me to move around the board with all the blocking and the elevation changes and stuff. So, but it was it was uh, it was quite the game. Yeah, then you're, even, yeah, with your sixth place, you still had a ton of rollouts that kept you in for a really long time. I think you were battling Dalton for quite a while. Uh, yeah, I, he backpedaled me for a good portion of, like, an hour. And that's with, we uh, recently added, um, like, a shock the turtle type rule where every round we bring the border in a little bit more um, just to kind of speed the game along a little bit. Um, and, yeah, even then it was still pretty long. Um, fifth place was Ryan Harris, who always brings uh, some older pieces that just makes them work uh, ridiculous, and I don't know how they play off sometimes like they do. Um, but he played the Batman team-up uh, Cyborg with the Green Lantern ring, um, the Eradicator with a Brainiac Possessor. Uh, so the, I'm pretty sure Eradicator, I think, was from... Since, I don't, you have the set list, right, for that? For the... Where yeah, from. is that su- Superman? Yeah, and then the Brainiac was the Red Sun Chase, the Possessor. Uh, and then he has he had Cyborg, and what else did he have on his team? The world's finest Toy Master with the Indigo Ring. Yes, we had a couple um, Toy Masters on the board, because Toy Master is very good for robots. Yeah, he was pretty helpful. Uh, JLU uh, 18 Batman, just at 10 points. And then before anyone knew that Brimstone was getting a legacy card, he uh, he brought him also, which is the first time I've seen that piece. Yep. Uh, he, he didn't do that well. He kind of came across the board with him and got uh, missed his attack off of after getting probed, I think, and yep. then he got taken out right after that. Uh, yeah, so oh, uh, it wasn't Batman. It was a Superman robot the, the, uh, with the applesauce protocol. Oh, did I say Batman? Yeah, you said Batman. Uh, it was, yes, yeah, so it was this, because uh, Eradicator has a trait that when a Superman is KO'd, he he ramps up a little bit, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it's the Reign of Superman trait, I think, on the on, on Eradicator. So he, he was able to pump him up pretty good, like, because I think Eradicator was over 100 points, but the 10 points from the Superman robot and then the, the Brainiac Possessor really uh, brought it all together. He did, like, it was really cool. Like you said, he, he takes a piece that's older but uh he makes it stand up pretty well with the new stuff yeah it all it all holds it all like together the team holds its own against a lot of the more modern pieces which is really cool to see um because we play it's it's pretty much like golden age is what we play for the most part um with the exceptions of some older things yeah like uh no resources um no uh what is it there's a few, there's a few things that are banned. No Galactus with the Herald dial and the, and the uh, elemental converter. There's a few things just because uh, it makes the game just not as fun. 
and you're not like as engaging, you know. So that's there's there's a few like, I guess like house rules mainly, but. And some of it too is just because it's last man standing. Some things just kind of are a little overpowered. Like what what took off um, mystery cards because the odds of not getting that over time is pretty pretty easy to get that. Yeah, I was all excited to play the like uh, play the new mystical uh, mystery card that I got, the uh, Amit's Tomb one. But then I was like, oh, that's banned. That's <laughs> like, well, I can't even use it. <laughs> Yeah, because everyone then's just gonna have you know a bunch of mystery cards on their sideline, and then they just get filled out really quick with uh, or overtime at least, so you, everyone has it at the end. Um, we've been teaching my six-year-old son to play, so he's actually been picking a piece or two on my wife's team when when they play and kind of powering him. So he had the 200-point vision with the soul gem and the Captain America and the Avengers Modoc at 75 points, the JLU Brainiac at 10 points, uh, and he had the Liaring, and they came in fourth. And then uh, Ryan Rios came in third. He played the Phoenix Sentinel at 75 points, the X of Swords uh, Legacy Sentinel Mark II, Future Foundation Mad Thinker, XTPS Magneto with the Soul Gem, the um, Adrian one, the XDPS Sinister, the Nightbringer Ring and Liar Mandarin Rings, uh, also the Danger Room Construct, and then the Armor Piercing Feet card, which, how is that worded, Dan? Uh, it's damage dealt, can't be reduced below one, I believe, is, is Armor Piercing. Okay. So then, Sinister uh, starts with Poison, so it works really well with him as you just, he's if you poison him, he's, or he, if he poisons you, you just can't reduce it. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. He got me with that. Um, and then he also had a world's finest uh, toy master. Um, and then he, for the second month in a row, got screwed by the death tarot card. Uh, and the phoenix sentinel I, could not heal. I also got screwed by that card, but that's he had it twice in a in a two month streak, and that was pretty wild. <laughs> or no, maybe it was not, yeah, wasn't. It was, no, it wasn't. Was it two month streak? Was animals before robots? Oh, Animals was in April, so I guess okay. it wasn't back-to-back months. No. But he had, uh, he had a 15-point Windigo that healed all the way to top dial, and then that came up for a round, and that's what costed the Windigo to go out is because it couldn't heal one turn. Yep. Um, so, yeah, he came in third. Uh, we already talked about Dalton's team who came in second, and then Matt Peterson ended up walking away that time um, in first. He also played a 200-point Vision with the Soul Gem, the Mr. Sinister Danger Room Construct with the Sinesso Core Ring and the Miss Minutes from Disney Plus. Um, and then one thing that we didn't mention is we do kind of try to throw in some sort of like fun little twist. So this time with robots, what we did is when a uh, friendly character with the robot keyword is KO'd by an opposing effect, place a scrap metal hindering terrain marker in the last square they occupied. Characters occupying, adjacent, or holding a scrap metal marker have free remove this marker from the game and roll a d6 place the coordinating scrap metal token on this character's card um if it was one it was range two was speed three was attack four was defense five was damage and six is all combat values and then you modify the chosen combat value plus one for each corresponding token when this character gets hit by an opposing attack remove the most recent scrap metal token so that was kind of neat to just kind of power people up. Basically, it was just upgrading your character with the parts of another robot that was fallen. So it came into play a few times. There was some cool stuff that happened. Um, but it didn't really 
end up overpowered. I didn't think so, at least on anybody. No, because uh, whenever they got the plus one, they usually wound up getting hit within a turn or two, so then that plus one went away, usually. Yeah, I don't think anyone stacked up more than three no, as people any, were getting hit. And even if they had multiple, it was usually like they had one defense, one attack, and one like range or something. It wasn't yeah. like... Because it's cause the randomness of the D6 didn't allow you to just go, I'm just going to go plus three to defense or plus three to attack or something. Yeah, it didn't lead to any crazy uh, plus three defenses or damages or anything like that. Um, yeah, so that wrapped up then. Uh, we go into tomorrow's game, uh, which is going to be 300 points. And uh, we're for the first time, we're actually doing six characters. And you have to have one of each of the following keywords, which is uh, ruler, root, scientist, and then either assassin or spy elder deity and then police or politician and then all pieces on your starting force are considered to have the same shared keyword for in-game effects like leadership mastermind or any other thing that's on their card uh, and then we're going with uh, six uh, warehouse and shipping style maps um, as one so I think it was kind of cool to build for that oh. with uh, what's that? Uh, yeah it's definitely different I, I struggled with this one for a little while as trying to get a piece with each of those keywords uh, in just in general. Yeah, I found myself kind of picking one or two pieces I really wanted to play, and then by the time you're down to your last one or two pieces, trying to decide on equipment and how many points to sink into the other ones that you haven't picked yet, it was kind of challenging, so... I look forward to seeing uh, what everyone brings tomorrow. I think we only have five people playing tomorrow. I believe so, yeah. Um, and uh, from my perspective, I always build theme teams in general, um, and I did not realize that this had the rule of you are a theme team no matter what you bring. And you, or, well, for like a game effects, basically, was what Ryan was saying. Um, but uh, so I, I actually built a theme team for tomorrow, which was kind of funny. Uh, being a theme team. What, what was that? And on top of just getting to be a theme team, no matter what. Ex exactly. I still. I all of my characters still share a keyword. I built three separate teams. I built an Avengers team. I built an Asgardian team, and I built a Spider-Man family that actually had each of those characters with each one of those one of those keywords somewhere. So it was actually a lot of fun. Like I actually really enjoyed it uh, from just a, a build perspective because. Um, having to include each one of those keywords. Um, first off, it's really hard to, f like, because you can't double keyword search in either HC realms or HC units. So um, trying to find characters with that have both the keyword that you had for the rules for this month and a shared keyword was interesting. Yeah, it definitely was not easy to limit what you actually wanted to, to play. Yeah. Usually when you're just searching for one, you can kind of just search that keyword and find the pieces that you that have the powers that you want, I guess, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, this was a little bit more challenging, I thought, to build for. So it'll be cool to see what everyone brings. Uh, everyone really, it, it's pretty spread out with the pieces that end up getting played, which is cool to see always. Yeah, I mean, obviously we we bring like good stuff, but it's not because um, it's also Highlander. I forgot if if no if we didn't mention this before, it is uh, right. It's Highlander, is it not? Yeah, we made like certain little 
bonus rules after like after every game we've kind of added a couple more so highlander is another thing too so you can't obviously play two of the same really good pieces uh you can play a piece that generates another piece but the maximum that any any piece can generate at a time is one so like a loki that generates a piece you can still generate like another loki or uh like the what is it the new um uh, Vision can generate uh, one, like a clone of himself as well, so uh, they can still. But they only get the mat. They only get the one, unfortunately. Yeah, like um, yeah, pretty much like just max one on the board for everything. Otherwise, it gets pretty carried away, and it kind of promotes camping in a corner and just generating stuff. So we changed that and added the little shock the turtle um, order coming in, and so there's a little bit more engagement. The last time we played the robots game was the first one you did the shock the turtle. And that actually led to a lot more interactions, which was really cool. It was hilarious because I, I was fighting Dalton at the time, and the storm was just—I—I I, I treat it like Fortnite is uh, the storm just closing the circle. And uh, so we were—we were—we were, we were fighting on the edge the whole time, and just kind of slowly moving in. Uh, it was—it was pretty funny. Uh, and then finally, did not let uh, anyone get the dark hold or the bonus of getting power cosmic for KOing Apocalypse. That was, just left him to that, die. that was great. Yeah, I left him in the storm. I was like, nope, no one's getting this because I, I realized that apparently uh, playing that put a big target on my head. So everybody started gunning for Apocalypse to kill him because they wanted the power cosmic, especially the visions, because that's their one. Yeah, the visions that would have been huge to not be able to outwit him on anything. Yeah, so <laughs> I I realized that I could make a play and keep him out in the storm still, and just have him die. And if he died, just died by himself, it wouldn't matter. So it was. Uh, it's not about points in this game; it's about last man standing. So unfortunately, I lost my like really good support slash tertiary attacker, but um, I was okay with losing that by not having him give out the uh, power cosmic to someone else, so it was a worth Because it's more about survival than getting as many points in a limited amount of time. Yeah, so it was a worthwhile trade-off for me, and I thought I could make it work, but unfortunately my team didn't last that long. But again, the death card really hurt me too. I was going to heal pretty large that turn uh, that the death card popped up, but I couldn't make it happen. I think this is probably one of the most detrimental uh, tarot card uh, effects in any of the ones that we've done. I think we've been doing this since December with the tarot cards, too, or even before that, maybe. But, yeah, sometimes they have a big effect, and sometimes it, they just don't do anything. But they've been having bigger effects lately, I think. Yeah, it was the last few months there's been those, like, pivotal moments where the tarot card, you flip it and everyone just either is really excited or uh, not happy that that one has been flipped. <laughs> so I've definitely... It's through the tides, yeah, a couple times. Yeah, I've definitely had that now. Where I, it, was, well, it was interesting, because there's been a couple games where the tarot has never really affected me in any shape or form. And then, like, the robots game, uh, there was the D6 plus one. So my, uh, my shape change rolls, I'm pretty sure I didn't miss for a full turn, basically. Oh, because of that, yeah. Yeah, that's right. like no one could touch Scorn, basically, because no one had Outwit to Outwit her either. <laughs> I know, or I think the Visions didn't use it on her either, so they were like on a different portion of the board, so whoever was attacking yeah, you was far enough away. Yeah, so it was, it was pretty funny. Uh, Dalton, I'm sure, is not happy about that. I, I, I know he was pretty upset for a good little <laughs> yeah. portion there about my shape change rolls. 
Yeah, your shape change rolls are probably like 18 for 20, I would say. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I scarred Pete permanently now after that, too. <laughs> Pete already knows that my single these. So but the rule in, uh, everybody knows this now in our group, is that my if I roll two dice, I'm okay. But you can't give me a single D6 to roll, because usually the odds are it'll be good. So It gets frustrating. That is the one takeaway. But I also, it's how I live and die. Either my rolls are really good, or I roll a one through three and everything dies. So. Oh, well, that's about, I think, everything with uh, the game for tomorrow. Uh, um, yeah, unless you like want to talk about your team or something like that. Or you want to talk about teams, I guess, for tomorrow. Um, for what we're playing? Yeah. Um, I still have to finalize that, and so... Oh, you're I'll... still working on it? Well... Um, there's a couple pieces I want to just make sure that uh, I'm going to play with, because I have a couple that are higher, and I want to make sure I'm playing them how oh. I want to. Gotcha. Okay, okay. All right. I, I, I can't pull too much uh, info out of that to figure out, like, oh, he's playing this piece tomorrow. Yeah, well, I try to mix it up. Like, I don't play just bad pieces, but I'm not going to bring the most meta stuff either just because I want to play stuff that's still pretty fun. But if I, I probably will play a decent amount of uh, better stuff that I don't have the opportunity to play some of the other keywords. So yeah, like a good example. That's what I think I was looking at. Yeah, like a good example of that as to what Ryan's talking to is um, during our soldier game, which I think was was that May, I think was the soldier. Yeah. Game. Uh, so he played uh, King Killmonger. Was it at a hundred? Uh, I think he was at hundred. Yeah. Okay, so then, well, no, I think it was at fifty because I ended up playing. Hydra 4, so I don't think okay. I could play him at 100. Okay, I couldn't remember. Um, I just, I knew you had him, and then you had the Hydra 4. So he played uh, King Killmonger, which obviously is very good at either point line, and then he played the Hydra 4, which aren't, like, generally, like, super meta, but they work really well together, so. Together they were really fun uh, yeah. to play. And I actually played them another day on our, uh, our weekly uh, games, and they were a lot of fun also. Um, but yeah, basically I wanted to try to play pieces that only had the keywords that were being built with for this event because the one the keywords that we took were all ones that don't get their own month throughout the year because we have everything laid out for a full year. So oh. I tried to take uh, pieces that don't have the chance to get played in other months. Yeah, because well, didn't these uh, keywords have, um, what is it called, didn't they have their own month before? And they won't yeah. now. Is that right? They're 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 rotating out basically. So the only two that did were scientist and ruler, so that we could do a month like this, and then we can do one month with a named. That's so, right, because uh, September will be the named keyword month. Yeah, August is going to be cosmic, and then depending on how you place in cosmic, will let you pick which uh, name team you want. So there's no repeats of uh, the name themes. I'm hoping to place decently well because I f I feel like uh, at least someone might be spiteful and pick one of the keywords that I want to play. <laughs> uh, just to do that. So we'll see. I don't know. Again, I'm sure everyone that we play with knows what I play. Uh, so it's not too hard to figure out what named keyword I would go with, or at least like the options that you think I'd pick from. But uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be that'll be an interesting month to see 
because uh, we've never done that before. Where we've we've you've like won or placed, and then you get to pick your keyword for like the next month. So, so that'll be that's quite exciting. Yeah, carryover is kind of cool. So, um, but yeah, that is all for our show tonight. I know it's a little bit of a shorter one, but this is our first one, so we wanted to kind of just get a feel for it, and um, we laid out some talking points uh, for tonight and going forward i think we'll keep doing that but um it'll it'll vary in time depending on what we have to talk about um but yeah uh so this is episode one of clicking it goes asgard to mouth folks um so uh we'll probably be doing this on a more regular basis uh in addition to our regularly scheduled programming that gets uploaded on wednesday night um, I'm not sure when this will get uploaded because I have to uh, pull this into my editing software and then send it over to get uploaded. Uh, so uh, hopefully you'll see this sometime soon on Podbean. So, but uh, have a good night, everybody. And as always, uh, not all superheroes wear capes. Some roll dice. Have a good one.